the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. I hope that it'll be a blessing to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. Saints of the Most High God, our God, who happens also to be our Father, is a God of recovery and restoration. He doesn't only have the ability, but He also has the desire to bring recovery and restoration to you and me. That includes things we never even thought could be, much less ever thought would be recovered and restored in our lives. Ephesians chapter 3 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us. That means our God is not only able, but scripture says that he's willing to do it for me and you. And he'll do it according to the power that works within me and you. That we trust that our God will do it for us. And since we know who our God is, and that his word is true, then get ready, get ready, get ready, saints for the God of recovery and restoration to bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Romans chapter 12, please. See, God wants all those previous strongholds that Satan had built on the inside of me and you that used to bind us up before like it used to do to be removed from us to the point and replaced so that they can't even hurt us anymore like they used to. He wants them removed and replaced. Pull out the old and put in the new so that we can think like we ought to about what happened to me and you. That he can pull out the lie that Satan told me and you that keeps irritating and hurting me and you and then replace it with his thought, which means that we won't be hurt no more because now we know what's true. Because see, previously... That used to affect us, but God's going to show you one of the ways that he's going to reduce the effect of it in your life. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, I beseech you, therefore, of course, that word beseech means to implore you, to implore you. In fact, it also means to beg you, where God is begging you to to do this. He said, "I I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice and holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's what God wants you to do. God wants all those previous strongholds in your mind to be able to be getting out of your mind through this renovation process that he's going to bring to you. Verse 2 says, and be not conformed to this world. See, previously we were conformed to the thoughts of what happened to me and you. We were conformed by the thoughts of what happened to me and you. It conformed us. Whereas the thoughts of what happened to us didn't just 
or, or what didn't happen to us, it didn't just happen to us. It caused thoughts to happen to us that conformed us. The word conformed means to fashion alike. That is to conform to the same pattern. To fashion alike. That is to conform to the same pattern. See, originally we were fashioned to be like God. We were fashioned to be able to be victorious people who operate as God's representative on this earth so that we can walk like him, talk like him, live like him, and be able to experience everything that's given by him and enjoy it too and be able to live the life out that God had in store for me and you. Problem-free, stress-free, drama-free. Whereas we would be able to step into a life that is of abundance that was purchased for us and given to us free. Whereas we can live live a life like it ought to be. This is what God had in store for you and me. And we might have been on our way, walking that way. But then, of course, something happened along the way. Some of you might have been some nice people, praise God, that was, that was, you know, being nice people and just living out a nice life like God intended for you to do. You wasn't hurting nobody, hurting nobody, wasn't doing nothing to nobody, and then, bam, something happened to you. Something might have happened in your own household. It might even been your family, too. Your mama, your daddy might even did it to you. Praise God. Bam, brother, sister came your way, did something that they should have never done on a single day. And then it hit you. Satan was banking on the fact that what happened to you would now conform you. What would happen to you would now conform you. Where you be conformed. Where you be fashion alike. Where you be conformed to the same pattern. Whereas a powerful person living a life that God desired them to live is who you were before. A free people living a life of freedom that God intended for you to live like only you can live. But then Satan caused something to happen to you in your life intending for it to be conforming you so it can conform you into another pattern and begin you and, and, and have you begin to live a life that is fashioned like one that Satan wants you to live rather than what God wants you to live. God wants to make you free. Satan wants you confined. God wants you free. Satan wants you confined. That's why he wants to conform you and bind you so that you don't have the freedom to move forward into the things that God has in store for you so that you're no longer a powerful person. But now you're a pitiful person who's been changed by what happened to you before. I know it was none of y'all, praise God. I'm just saying you because you know I'm a you preacher. I know it's none of y'all, praise God. But you know somebody like that because the Bible told us in 1 Peter chapter 8, this thing is accomplished in our brethren that are in the world. Anybody know anybody that used to be one way till something happened to them and now they ain't like that no more? Everybody know somebody like that? Praise God. And the rest of you, you must live in a cave. Praise God by yourself. Amen. Or either that, you don't bother to know people. Because if you knew people, you'd find out things happened to them. Amen. Those people have been changed by what happened to them. Some of them are not made better. Some of them are bitter because of what happened to them. It's got a, a root of bitterness that is on the inside of them. Some of them ain't no longer a root, but it's bringing forth some big old fruit. You got a whole tree. Got a tree of bitterness growing up out of them, dropping bitter, bitter fruit all over their lives and stuff too. Yes, it's true. I know it is. Praise God. Yeah, they've been conformed. By what happened to them. They've been conformed by what happened to them. No longer a free person, but now they're bound up. People who couldn't live before they could live the life that God wanted to ask for them, now they can't live the life that God wanted to ask for them. In fact, this word conformed also carries a connotation of being pressed into a mold. It carries a connotation of being pressed into a mold. Once again, I go back to when we made our own cookies. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I, and, I, and I remember when we made our own cookies, we made them out of dough. Praise God, we make cookie dough. We didn't buy cookie dough. We made cookie dough. You, so when you bought cookie, we didn't buy 
cookie dough. We made cookie dough. We didn't like go to the store and buy it and then open up a package and then get in and then it's already pre-cut. All you do is pull it off like one of them biscuits and then just set it over on the side and stuff like that. And then be like, I made cookies. Not really. You heated up cookie dough that was already cut. Whereas, guys, that's what you really make a, a cookie. Because when you make the cookie, you got flour all over the place. Praise God. Hey, man. Anyway, that's modern society, praise God. But I remember, praise God, when, you know, because, you know, in order to make sure that all your cookies came out the same, you used to have this thing called a cookie cutter. Yeah, remember those cookie cutters? You lay your dough out, roll it out. Remember, you roll it out, praise God, and you have to put some flour on the roller, otherwise it gets stuck, praise God. Anybody remember that? Hey, man, you roll it out, praise God. Then you go get your cookie cutter and you press down. Which means I don't care what shape that dough was in before, after it got affected by what pressed down on it, it took on that shape. And then you put, press it down on the next one and it took up on that shape. That's why you can have a whole class full of cookies that's been cut. That all of them has been divorced the same way and they all hurt because of divorce the same way. Or, or all of them has been, you know, have been you know, dealt with by somebody. Maybe, maybe they, 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 they spouse or they friend or they loved one, praise God, was a, was a dope fiend. Praise God got caught up on dope. And so now all of them, praise God, have been affected. And so they've been pressed into a mold. Now all of them operate the exact same way. See, Satan has a preset mold that he wants to place you in. He calls things to happen to you so that it can be, you can take that shape. Before you was powerful, but all your power got cut off of you because that same cookie cutter would cut off the dough and only leave what's left that would fit within the form that it designed. And see, Satan got rid of all your power and left you pitiful. He got rid of all your, freedom, all your freedom and got you all bound up and stuff like that. Does that make sense to anybody over here? Satan tried to press you into a mold when he did what he did to you. Because that which is pressed into the mold will take on the shape of the mold. Take on the shape of the mold. That's why many of us now define ourselves based upon what happened to them, to us. Hi, how are you? What is your name? My name is Blase Bloom. I'm a divorcee. So we identify ourselves by what happened to you and me. I'm an ex-convict. Amen. I'm an ex-drug dealer. I'm a, I'm a, a surviving cancer person. We define ourselves by what happened to us. We take, on the, we take on the shape of that and begin to start living that rather than understanding that, no, you are a, more than a conqueror through him that loves you, that you are a child of the most high God. There's a lot more to you, more dough to you than that which was cut off of you because of what happened to you. Are you listening to me up in here? Well, we've been pressed into a mold. Whenever you press that cookie dough into a mold, it would then reshape it into the shape that you, that you wanted to shape it in. Just like Satan pressed you into a situation to shape you into the shape he wanted you in. And then we come out just like that. The little gingerbread man, you know, amen. <laughs> we the same. Satan wants us to be reshaped. It also translates fashion self according to. Fashion self according to, that word conformed, it also means fashion self according to. Well, Satan wants you to fashion yourself according to what happened to you. Somebody say self-check. He wants you to fashion yourself based upon what happened to you. Whereas that thought stays in you to the point where you restrict yourself and operate within the parameters of what that thought says that you can do. 
you restrict yourself. So because of that, you don't have all the friends that you could have because of what one friend did to you a long time ago. So you restrict yourself from friendship because I'm not going to be bothered with all that never no more. So I ain't going to be dealing with all that. Like, I'm going to just stay to myself. I'm going to go up in there. I'm going to come in right after praise and worship. Praise God. I'm going to go ahead and hear this little brother preach. And then as soon as he said, every head bow, I'm going to knock somebody's kneecaps off, getting out of the, getting out of the aisle, praise God, and I'm going to get up out of here. And I don't want to be talking to nobody. I don't want nobody looking at me because I'm not going to be hurt like that ever again. I'm not going to open myself up no more. I'm going to go. He can say what he wants to about every head bowed. I'm out of here. I did bow my head as I was leaving. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Let's say Dolly High. But we fashion ourselves upon it. Now we avoid people in places based upon what happened to me and you. We avoid people in places because of what happened to me and you. Just because that person left you. Y'all used to go to this one restaurant. Now you can't go there no more. Because every time I go there, then that was the booth that we used to sit in. <laughs> now you can't even enjoy the food. I'm teaching real good. So you don't even bother to go no more. I know folk who leave churches because they got divorced in that church. So every time they come back to that church, they think about that person. And they can't function. And they say, I love the word. But I have, but they refashion themselves according to that. And then they are someplace else later on down the line. Change their number. Don't call me no more. Just because when I think of, when I hear from you, I think about what happened. Because when I met you, they were there. And so they refashion their life accordingly. Y'all be laughing. This stuff is for real. This tortures people. So the only reason why you laughing because it ain't you. Let it be you. You'd be rolling your eyes at the person laughing like, what you laughing about? Praise God. <laughs> Does that make sense to anybody up here? Now you're avoiding people, avoiding places, can't go where you want to go, can't do what you want to do. Why? Because Satan has robbed you of the life that it is that you're supposed to be living because of what he had happen to you and the thought that remained because of that. But God doesn't want us conformed. He wants us transformed. God doesn't want us conformed. He wants us transformed. God doesn't want us conformed by what happened to me and you, but to be transformed by the healing and the restoration of the word that he brings to me and you. That's why he said, once again, verse two, but be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may approve what is the good, that ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. He said, I want you to renew your mind so that you can be transformed. Now, that word transform means to change. That is to transfigure. To change, that is to transfigure. I like that. See, God wants our minds changed and transfigured from the way that Satan tried to conform them when he did what he did. He wants them changed and transfigured from the way that Satan tried to conform them when he pressed that cookie cutter situation down on me and you. Hey man, because remember there's still some dough there and you can still add it back to what got cut off because of what happened. Well, God wants to give you a word that adds back to your life. That which was cut off as a result of the situation that happened to you. God wants our minds conformed and transformed from the way that God, that Satan tried to get them to be by conforming things to the way 
he wants them to be rather than that. And how does he do it? By the renewing of your mind. Why is that? Because Satan knows and God knows because Satan learned it from God that as you think is the way you're going to be. And so Satan trying to get try to affect your thinking so that you can be that way from now on. So that you can now fashion yourself to this. And he don't even have to do it with you no more. Because he could take the day off, take the week off. Why? Because when he, everybody come time he come back and check on you, you're still in the same place. And he said, well, okay, cool. It's still working. And then he move on. But so God wants you to, him to be surprised next time he come back. Because he find out you've been changed. You've been transformed by the renewing of your mind. See, we're going to live out what it is that we think about in our hearts. That's what we're going to live out. Keep your finger here. Marker, if you've got an expensive Bible, turn over to Proverbs chapter 23. So we're going to live out what we think about. And if we think about the hurts from what happened to me and you, then we're going to live a hurt life and never be able to live all of what God has planned for me and you. We're going to Proverbs chapter 23. Because we're going to live out what it is that we think about. Verse 7, Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, it reads, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. But notice, we want to focus on the A part. For, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Which means the way a person thinks is the way that they really are. That's the way that they're going to be. That's why God tells you to think on those things which are pure, perfect, honest, lovely, of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. That's why God wants you thinking on stuff like that. Why? So you can live a life like that. Because you live like that because you think like that. Does that make sense? Now, this is no metaphysics right here. Praise God, which you just, hmm, and you just think it through. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the life-changing word of God that God gives to you because it changes your life. It metamorphosizes your life. And allows you to be changed and transformed into the person that God wants you to be doing what you're supposed to do. Because, see, the problem is on the inside of you. I said the problem is on the inside of you. It's not on the outside of you. And the inside can be changed. Go over to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. You, the inside can be changed. That's why the weapons of your warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down the strongholds. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We're going to look at verse 16. See, what got affected was part of the inner man. The man inside of you. Who is a real you? It's quiet as good. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. It tells us a powerful statement here. It says for, starting with verse 16, it says, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Though the outward man perish, the inward man is renewed day by day. So yet outwardly, things can get worse. But inwardly, things can get better. And if you start allowing the word of God to cause the things to get better in you first, it will then have an effect outside of you later. Why are you saying this, Pastor? Because a lot of people who have been damaged, hurt by things of the past try to change something outwardly to be able to benefit this, to make it think it better. Oh, yes, they do. That's when they go get haircuts or hair weaves. That's when they change the color of their hair. I'm teaching real good right here because of what's happened to me. I, I, need, I need something new. I need something new. And so then they get their hair cut hair, or hair weaved in. 
Come in one day, they bawled you like, oh my goodness, what just happened? And then the next day, they tripping over their hair too. Praise God. And you're like, oh my goodness, what just happened? But they're trying to solve what happened inside by doing something outside. That's why people be moving from city to city, job to job, apartment to apartment, stuff like that, because they're still trying to solve outside what happened inside. But until you solve it inside, it ain't going to be no help to you. Amen. Amen. I just move. I just need a new. I just need a. I just need a change. Mm -hmm, Sure do. It's called a renewal. But it's on the inside. It ain't on the outside. Because, see, if you go into a new area, you move from the promised land to some other land. You still can that same thing inside of you, my woman, my man. Because there's where the problem is. It's on the inside of you. And so we need to be renewed. What do we need to happen? You need to be renewed. That word renewed right there means renovated. That word renewed means renovated. The premise is that the old must be pulled out and then replaced with the new. The old must be pulled out and then placed with the new. See, the inward man of the heart is the one who was hurt. That was the one that was damaged by what happened. But according to the word, that part of us can be renewed. The old can be pulled out and it can be replaced. The old can be pulled out. Now, in our case, Satan put a thought in there that took over an area and be able to tell us this the way it ought to be and exalts itself against whatever God says or whatever we try to think about what happened to you and me to tell us this is what we need to think. But God said, I need to renew that in the inside of you by pulling out that which is old and replacing it with that is new. So that whenever that thought comes your way about what happened to you or something comes and triggers a thought about what happens to you, then that thought will either be, be not be there because it's been pulled out and replaced with what's right or it'll be there and it's brought into captivity into the obedience of what was said. Go back to Romans chapter 12, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word. Is anybody still with me? GP, are you with me? All right now. Someone around. What did he say? What did he say? It wasn't on K-Love. Trust me. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Nothing against K-Love. Nothing against K-Love. It's, I'm just saying it wasn't on K-Love. That's all. Praise God. <laughs> well, anyway, we're on Romans chapter 12. Thank you. Help a brother. We're on Romans chapter 12. GP, are you with me? <laughs> Verse 12. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Look what's going to transform you. It's the renewing of your mind. By the way, I forgot to tell you that that word transformed is the same word that we get our word metamorphosis from. It's the same word we get our word metamorphosis from. It's it's the word metamufu. Metamufu. It's got a bunch of O's at the end. It means to be able to metamorphosize. Just like you can take a caterpillar and it metamorphosizes and, and then turns into a, a, a butterfly, a beautiful monarch butterfly. Whereas it was, as a caterpillar, it was down there prone to destruction and, and, and it couldn't go so far and it could only go so fast. It was limited in its, its ability to be able to move forward. But by the word of God, renewed, being renewed in your mind, it can metamorphosize you and allow you to transform into a butterfly that can now fly high above where it used to be and get further than it ever could be. And that's what God wants to do. He wants to transform you. He wants to metamorphosize you through the renewing of your mind. 
praise God, through the renewing of your mind. Because remember, the inner man is what needs, and it needs renewing. And this can happen day by day. God wants to renew you. Everybody say, thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Transformed by the renewing of your mind. He wants to renovate your mind. He wants to pull out everything in your mind that wasn't supposed to be there. And then replace it with what ought to be there. I said he wants to pull out everything in your mind by renovating it. And then replace it with what ought to be there. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're coming to know and believe that God can be a God of recovery and restoration in your life. God wants to. So all we have to do is believe it's true, cooperate with him, and let him bring recovery and restoration into the lives of me and you. Our God loves us, and he wants the best for us. That's why he'll be more glad than we will when we let him bring recovery and restoration to us. Let's let him do what he has the ability to do and wants so much to do for me and you. Let's let him bring recovery and restoration into the lives like only he can do. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. If you're in or visiting San Antonio and surrounding areas, Come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, no problem. We'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. So just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through and bring a few of your friends with you when you do. You'll be blessed, and I know they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow.